Welcome to the Difference Makers podcast presented by Waterproof. I'm your host, Justin Tamani. In this podcast, you'll hear from some of the top coaches, brand managers, and athletes on earth. From starting out to where they are now, we'll explore the journey of how they became a Difference Maker. Before we keep going, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to hear more from the Difference Makers. Wadproof Bionic is a revolutionary mobile technology to measure and improve your mobility, flexibility, and range of motion. After completing a series of mobility tests, Bionic has everything needed to build the daily sessions tailored to your body. Bionic will help you perform and recover faster than ever. Ready to become Bionic? Download the Wadproof app now. Dun, dun, dun. All right. We are, we are recording. Welcome to the Difference Makers, guys. This is, uh, sorry, this is the Difference Makers. My name is Justin Tamani, and I'm here today with Tola Morak Inyo. Did I say it yeah. right? Yeah. Morak Inyo. It's like you're a little confused, but <laughs> yeah. I know Morak because Inyo. I, Morak Inyo. Okay, there we go. Morak yeah, there Inyo. you go. Okay. I was confused because everybody says Morakinho. So when you hear yeah. broadcasts and things, Morakinho. But it's yep. say it one more time. Maracanio. Maracanio. Yeah. So people, you know, all the broadcasters have screwed me up for all the years. It's a tough, it's a tough last name, and it's it's really close. And so it's one of those things you kind of just gotta let slide, like, yeah. Ah, what you gonna do? <laughs> Honestly, my so my last name, Tamani, like I get Tamane. Some people add letters in. There's tamari. Like it's like you know, it sounds like a sauce at that I'm sorry, point. Say it. Tamani. It's like tamane is more like the the phonetical pronunciation. So it's mm. Japanese, but right, people okay. say tamane or um, like people add letters in and like there's like an R I in there. Japanese right. sometimes too. Yeah. With my last name, I'm like hmm, no, but cool. But yeah. No. <laughs> I think it's the the K I N Y the the last part right. is it's it's kind of like Japanese sounding. Yeah. So so what is your your background then? I'm uh, I'm half Nigerian and half Caucasian. Okay. <laughs> half okay. Caucasian. Right on. And then so we were talking so Tola is a let's let's backtrack. Tola three times right. CrossFit Games athlete. Um growing up wrestler football player gymnast you did some pole vaulting so we were talking just before we started recording you're you're all over the place with the athletic skills that you've developed over the years yeah i like to think so i like to uh <laughs> think i can do most things or figure most things out pretty quickly yeah and i think that that goes a long way within sport and um especially like being on the teams that you've been on, like the team athletes have to do so many different things than the individual athletes. Yeah. I think, uh, the, the team side offers a little bit more in the kind of balance between like fitness and athleticism, the way you were, you were saying like, um, you have to be really, really fit all the time to be an individual. Yeah. But you don't necessarily have to be super athletic all the time. Yeah. And I feel like on the team side, it gives you're more valuable if you're more athletic, you know, you have to do, you have to move fast. Yeah. Um, you have to, you know, do weird stuff like the worm. 
you have to maybe like hold positions for longer. Like if you're waiting for like synchro or something like that, it's just, it, it offers benefits to creative movement. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you there. And, you know, you'll, you see different types of athletes excel, but uh, sorry, on the team side versus the individual mm -hmm. side. But you're right. Like the athleticism, I never really considered how much more athleticism the team side needs than just the individual side. Not, not to say the individuals don't, but you can get through a lot more with pure just fitness. Right. I think uh, a big one was maybe oh, what year, maybe 2017. When they first had the, it was my first year at the games and they had the obstacle course. Yeah. And watching that, you're like, <laughs> okay. Some people are athletes. Some people are really fit. Some people yeah. are both. Yeah. Um, but like on the team side, I, I feel like a lot of people that year on the team side were like collegiate athletes or, or, or uh, just really, really diverse physical kind of people. And like watching the teams go through the O course was like a lot of fun. Yeah. It, it was definitely a different flow than the individuals. But I mean, the individuals were also in a different, like it right. was more just like a straight up sprint. Bracketed. So it was like kind of yeah. less to watch. Right. Yeah. Right on. Um, so you let's, let's kind of backtrack even more. You are in Iceland right now, correct? I'm in Iceland. <laughs> so you're in Iceland right now. You're from Maryland. I'm from Maryland. Yeah. I know. And, How did we end up here? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we've seen some of the teams that have formed this year that, mm. um, you know, you have decided you picked up and moved. Seems like you picked your whole life up and moved it to Iceland to compete this season. <laughs> it's it's funny, like small things bother me, but like big decisions I make for some reason really easily and really fast. <laughs> um, okay. I kind of like brainstormed. It felt like it was like, a long time but it ended up being like two minutes of like can i do this like logistically will it work where am i gonna put my stuff uh, i think i can do this all right let's do it <laughs> that, then that was it and it was like that was it yeah. so then you're you're in iceland to, to train and compete alongside yep. annie thor's daughter Tom yeah. Porter, and lauren fisher correct that's correct but then on a daily basis who who else is training in that training environment is, is Kat right. in there? So we, we have the four, there? the four on our team, uh, cats in every day with us and BK is yeah. in, I would say 75% of the time, uh, with the weather right now, it actually just calmed down. It's nice and sunny, but about 20 minutes ago, it's like windy and snowy. Okay. Uh, they shut the roads down between where BK lives and Reykjavik, okay. um, because the wind is so bad that it'll like actually blow cars blow them off <laughs> blow them so, out of here so it's just like no like we're gonna yeah shut they the close the roads yep is that frequent um it's been frequent this year i think the weather is a little worse this year than typically it is around this time i mean we're we're, what, we're pretty deep in march at this point um uh there's been a lot of snow and, and the wind is crazy um i understand why like you can feel it even when you're just like driving and it's they the roads are open, but like you'll just be driving and you'll feel like 
Oh, <laughs> just like from that significant. Oh yeah, it's very significant. Okay. And the okay, cars so, here are also really small though, so you know, maybe that plays into it. <laughs> so okay, yeah, that's a factor too. So what are some of the other like Icelandic differences that you've noticed? Like, I mean, small cars, like you're coming from Vegas, you're coming from Boston, like right. You, like Vegas, um, obviously warm most of the year. Well, if you've never been to Iceland, all all of their like heating and energy comes from geothermal. And so when you take a shower, it smells a little bit like it doesn't actually smell like it's hard to explain. Like you're not going to smell from taking a shower, yeah. but the water has like a, a sulfur smell to it. So like it's a little like when you run the hot water, it smells a little bit like eggs. Um, okay. Yeah, I know. It's like... You say that like no one here would probably really notice because it's the water they've had forever. Yeah. But like coming from the U.S., um, it's something I I notice and it's like takes some getting used to. You're like, is there something wrong with the water? But yeah, it's like a like a sulfuric sulfuric yeah. smell. Also, just like turning on the water in the morning, like to get like cold water for like just drinking. Yeah. Uh, it's hot at first, so it, it's hot and then it goes to cold. Okay, that that's weird. That's it's just it's just different. <laughs> I mean, it's just different than what what we would commonly be used to, right? Like right. usually it's the other way around. We flip it on, and it right. obviously goes from yeah. cold to hot. Right, they have to cool cool their water down. I guess because it's just like how it's stored or how it's heated underground. I'm not the one to ask, okay. but it's pretty yeah. cool. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Uh, there's never a shortage of hot water, which is definitely nice. Yeah, that's key, especially. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially taking a shower after a long session, like you just. Oh yeah. <laughs> some days you just yeah. need that <laughs> for sure. So what what has um like even the the nutrition been like there? Is is the diet different? Like I know that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Is tough. Um, I miss Trader Joe's. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've been to Trader Joe's. Yeah. Uh. But honestly, it's it's it hasn't been too bad. I had to learn well how to how to make rice, which was a big one. I know it's usually just like you can buy the uh, the packs and just toss in the microwave. Yeah. Um, but learned how to make rice, and then everything else got an air fryer, and we're pretty much pretty much good to go after that. Um, okay. Been eating a lot of lamb. They do lots of lamb here. Isn't lamb like uh, super cheap or something? Uh, I don't know. If, it's super cheap, but it's super common and it's very good. Yeah. Okay. They do like a, a very common like Icelandic soup. It's like lamb, lamb and vegetable soup, and it's unreal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I, so I the food the, the food's been pretty good. Um a little short on like the vegetable selection. Yeah. But besides that, it's fine. Okay. I saw Khan just post a story not long ago saying he missed breakfast mm -hmm. food. Yeah, I I feel like they just uh, there's not as many like a kind of like diner style breakfast spots that are like okay. pretty common in the U.S. and, and Australia. Um, yeah, they're they don't have as many of those. Um, they have nice like coffee and like really really good bakeries. Yeah, I say coffee. I don't really drink coffee, but uh, apparently it's good. <laughs> yes. Coffee. Yeah. What time is it there? Like uh, we're nine? at eight eight thirty almost. Okay, early. It's early. It's all right. It's I've been up for 3:30 here. Yeah. 
so today's Thursday. Uh, we're the week before the quarterfinals. Was there a training session today? What was what was today like for you? Um, this is kind of a deload week for the team. Uh, yeah. I think Cat and BK are kind of in a. I wouldn't call it a deload, but more like a, a prep week because they're next week. Uh, they start next week, right? Yeah. And then right. I think the, the team teams are the week after. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I was thinking that you had to go next week as well for the quarters, but yeah, the team qualifiers the following week. Right. And so, but, yeah, go ahead. From a technical standpoint, could you do both? Like, if you really wanted to. I I think so. I think uh, quite a few people did it last year, and then they put the team workouts out and they were almost exactly the same or like variations of the individual ones. And everyone was upset because they had to do a lot of GHDs. So, Oh yeah. There's like, maybe not the best idea. No. Yeah. Um, Cause I think somebody did, did the team qualifier, did the quarterfinals and then decided to go individual once they did the semifinals. It's like they, they kind of did everything. It seems like a lot. It does. (laughs) It does. Um, yeah, so Khan is in London right now. Lauren is in San Diego. Okay. And Annie is in Spain. Oh, they just left. <laughs> everyone me. left. I they know, just everyone left, left me. Uh, I was going to go back to Boston for, for a few days, but uh, the flights were kind of crazy expensive. Usually they're not bad. Like it's a, it's a really easy flight. It's like four hours. Yeah. It's like easier to fly back to Boston than to fly from Boston to Cali or something like that. But um, the flights were a little expensive this weekend. And uh, I thought about going to London. Yeah. But I feel like I like I like being in a schedule, especially like getting ready for, you know, the next stage. And I feel like I don't really need that much of a break right now. And uh, I'd like to take it when I want it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. Um. So even talking about preparing for the next stage and all that, has this training environment, this training experience that you've had uh, been different? I mean, obviously you're in a different place, but how is it differed from training for the games with you know the teams in Boston? And I, mean, I guess most of you went with teams in Boston. Yeah, uh, three, three kind of Boston-based teams, Northeastern teams. Mm-hmm. Um, uh it's the environment here is spectacular. First yeah. of all, um, just the facility across the Reykjavik is, if you haven't seen a photo of it, it's amazing. It's a huge facility. They have like two like classroom sections and they run class like all day. Um, yeah. They have like 1500 members. It's insane. Um, and then they have like a, yeah, they have like a back area and a like stretching mobility room, which is the best. Um, and like I've coached a few classes here as well. And it's just like, it's a really cool community. Um, CrossFit is on a different level of like cool here for lack of a better term than I've experienced in the US. Okay. And so everyone who comes into train is like, like they know what the workout's gonna be. They'll have like, before class starts, they'll have like their bars out, their weights set up. They know every, they know what's going on like barely have to explain things to them and they're like really really attentive to uh feedback and and coaching and they're just i mean 
it's really a pleasure to, to work with them. Um, and I get why they have such a big community. So, I mean, that's a coach's dream right there. Yeah. I mean, I coached full time for five years. So like looking yeah. at it from that standpoint, I'm like, wow, I would love to coach here if like that were my thing yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I do you think it's the impact of Annie and Katrin and, and all the the Icelandic uh, daughters that that have come yeah, out of there? I mean, I mean, absolutely. Like they're. They were some some like the pioneers of the sport. They went to the top level and then they brought it back to a country that's like, it's such a small, it's 300,000 people. It's like yeah. very small. And so to have some, you know, some of the top athletes in the world just coming back and bringing that success back down, I mean, uh, like I said, CrossFit's cool here and it's, it's a cool switch i guess um i cons noticed it too he's like <laughs> kind of like when someone asks you what you do you're kind of like ah oh, like you know like in the fitness industry or, or whatever you're gonna say yeah. and you're like oh i do crossfit people are like oh awesome like do you know yeah. and everyone knows everyone else so ev yeah. everyone knows annie everyone knows cat and bk and, and those guys and uh yeah the the environment's amazing i mean yami is a fantastic coach and it's I'm excited to uh, continue to see the progress our, our team is going to make this year. Uh, that I mean that it's it's an exciting year, and I think that that team, like the team competition, has notoriously been like not super deep in the past right. with the top outliers, and then, but I think like with these kinds of teams forming, it it's starting to make it a lot more interesting and a lot more fun to hopefully tune into and watch yeah so i think there's a few levels to that one is that in the past let's talk like maybe like five six years ago that we were just not as far along as a sport you know yeah. um at this point if you're an individual trying to make it to the games it, it has to be your full-time job training recovering eating working with sponsors that's like that's what you do yeah and everyone who's at the top is kind of doing that and the field is so deep like when you when you look at semifinals uh we'll take the one i went to for example west coast classic last year uh not a single rookie qualified for the games yeah true you know what i mean yeah and out of that you have on the men's and women's side, probably three or four individuals who have gone to the games before that didn't qualify. Yeah. So the field is so deep now that if you're not the best of the best, you're not going to make the games. It chance or, 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 or it, it is at least questionable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to, push more athletes into the team side which is a great thing because it's going to make the team division more competitive more fun to watch and you'll have you know athletes that may have made it in the past or are just really good athletes but maybe offer something different or can't quite crack that individual barrier going team 
Yeah. I think it's also going to work the other way where you have newer athletes looking to get to the next, you know, the next level starting out. This is, was kind of my plan with my original, original team and coaches when I was, when I first moved to Boston was, you know, we'll start out with team. That's a great way to one train at a really high level with really good athletes, Mm -hmm. get some exposure to, you know, competing, uh, competing at regionals, competing at the games, being at the highest level, and then kind of go from there to see if individuals in the cards. And do you feel like that was a good, I mean, it must've been a good path. Like you're still, you're still in the game. You're still competing. You're still, you're going, but do you feel like that was um, a good path for you? Or did you feel like at the time you wanted to be an individual, but you felt like you needed to take a step back or like, where were you? No, um, I, I, it's going to be different for everyone, but for me, it was absolutely the right decision. Um, I wasn't ready to compete at that state. I wasn't ready in like, I didn't have my life set up enough. If that makes sense. Like yeah. I still had to work full time to be able to support myself in Boston. And so I, I don't don't think I could have handled it, uh, all the different aspects that go into trying to train as an individual. Um, I think, you know, you have some people who are going to be able to go right from wherever they start to the individual level. I think Mala Bryan's a great example. Yeah. Like she's absolutely killing it right now. She's 18 and just a, a complete savage. But for, for a lot of people, I think the progressive kind of stepping stones make more sense. Um, oh, yeah. Because, like, imagine you're, you're someone who's averse to going team, but you can't quite make the games. Let's say you're, like, five, six years deep. You've never made it to the games. You're not, you've now given up the opportunity to go to the games five, six times on a team learn, grow, get exposure to new people, new opportunities, and then kind of go from there. And I think, you know, for me, competing on a team has opened so many doors for me yeah. that it was, it was definitely the right decision. And I also really enjoy being on a team. Like I would prefer to compete on a team than compete individually. Yeah. So, I mean, when you, if I'm not mistaken, you actually earned a ticket to the 2020 CrossFit Games through the Dubai CrossFit Championship in 2019. Did. So were you, like, obviously with all the changes and everything, that got rescinded and, like, taken right. back. But um, what was that like going through that whole process? Because you qualified in Dubai, which is in December, for the CrossFit right. Games that's in July of the following year, technically. Right. What was the process of going through that year? Like, yeah, that was a tough that? one. Um, I, I did. I was, it was, it's kind of like, it's definitely on my list of things that I want to do. And it's still yeah. there. Like yeah. I want to compete individually at the CrossFit Games. I qualified in 2020 out of Dubai, just the way the season was set up that year. Um, I earned a spot and then COVID started rolling out right around that March timeframe and realistically, as it, you know, stuff started shutting down, businesses started to close. I was like, hmm, 
there's a high percent chance that the games one doesn't happen or that they cut the field and most likely that means I'm not going to get able, be able to compete. Yeah. So I kind of had the foresight that this wasn't going to be the year, uh, unfortunately, and it ended up not being. And although I would have loved to compete at the games, I think that, you know, being part of the like the online games competition wouldn't really have filled that uh filled that space i was looking for kind of that achievement anyways yeah you would have got and a couple pairs of shorts and some shirts but it's not the yeah same. it's not the same and so you know the next year i decided to move to vegas and give it another shot and it just ended up being that i i wasn't as prepared as i should have been last year i was uh I was dealing with some like knee issues and I basically, you know, cross countryed and then the week I got to Vegas, the open started and it was just kind of like, uh, I felt like I was playing catch up the whole year. Yeah. Um, and I did okay. I just, uh, was, wasn't at my best, I feel like, and I was planning on giving it, you know, another, another rip this year, but I felt like this opportunity I mean, like I said, team is kind of where my heart lies. I think it's yeah. more fun and I feel more accomplished, um, you know, chasing goals with, I don't know, with, with people around me, you know, where we're chasing the same goals and just like the highs are so much better, in my opinion, when you can share it with uh, like-minded friends. Yeah. So what was that that like text message like or, or did it come out of nowhere where Annie's just like, hey, so do you want to move to Iceland and be on a team with me? Like what how does that yeah, how did that all go? Actually down? exactly how it happened. <laughs> and it was out of the blue and it was random. I got a Instagram DM okay. uh, from Annie. And it was, I think, word for word, hey, do you want to move to Iceland and go team? Question mark. <laughs> And in my mind, so like, this is where that process happened in my mind. I read it and I'm like, this gotta be a, a joke. I was about to say a bad word. <laughs> it's like, this has gotta be a joke. And I read it, I'm like, Annie doesn't seem like the kind of girl who would joke. Maybe she was drunk. And then I was like, mm, I don't think Annie drinks. I was like, yeah. hmm, could I do this? My lease is up in two months. There's plenty of storage units in Vegas. I do like Iceland. I've been here twice. Uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, give me a call. Uh, talk to me. And uh, we had like two calls and that was that. And that, that was his. <laughs> so did you know, I mean, did you go into any depth with like, okay, who else is going to be on the team? Or were yeah, you the one who kind course. of brought Khan in? Um, I did not bring Con in, but he was uh, someone that I had suggested. Um, so I I call or we were on the phone. I was like, okay, first, like, what's the plan for the team? Who's who? Who do you have in mind? Yeah, she's like, okay, we're kind of mulling through some guys, and she was super honest with me. It was like, I hope no one gets weird about this. <laughs> it was like me, uh, Noah, uh, Willie. And, and it was just people she wanted to reach out to to see if they were interested and, yeah. and Henrik. 
and she was already locked in on Lauren. And I've competed against Lauren quite a few times. Um, uh, we were both on multiple Invictus teams. Um, And so I've kind of been around her a bit and I know how good she is. I was a little concerned that she was just coming out of surgery, but Annie, in my mind, I was like, okay, this is, you know, Annie's decision. If she's confident in it, we're good to go. Um, And I just like, think you kind of got to start with a base of trust and go from there. And we've had a great time so far. Um, And then for the guys, um, I, I think some of those guys were just not ready to make the jump from individual to team. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, of course makes total sense. They're all very good. Um, and it was kind of finding a guy who was ready to make that jump and who also could logistically make it work. So I had suggested, uh, Con was one. Alex Smith with, with another one. Um, and I think those were my like top two guys. I've also, you know, I've competed with both of them before. And yeah. so I knew I would feel comfortable with either one of those guys. Um, and it ended up be, being con and we live together and, you know, it's been great. Awesome. Yeah. And then now what's that environment like, like when you're training there, like, does it feel like Annie's the captain of the team? Like, it, is it, in that way or because maybe you have a lot more team experience you're able to share that a little bit more like how does that dynamic work there yeah um i would say annie does a great job of letting yami and frederick do their job which is coach um they are the coaches and we are the athletes and that's the dynamic and we all understand that and we're i feel like we're all professionals about that um as far as like actual team stuff goes Mm -hmm. uh, I think we have a great kind of round table discussion on you know I'll be like oh I think we should try this because of these reasons someone say well I think we should try this because I think it's faster this way we'll test both we'll see what works figure out you know what makes us more tired what was ended up being faster and what's going to work for us and then we go with that one and we we just bang yeah because you guys are all, you guys are all veterans of the sport. Like to think so. A few yeah. years deep now. You guys are all veterans, and you guys have the experience, and not just like like you know you're saying like somebody going team to start their career and then possibly branching an individual after, but like all of you guys have been to the games, individual team or like in some way or another, mm-hmm. for multiple years now. You've all coached at affiliates. You've all right done this for a long time so i feel like you all have a good sense of movement in yourselves and and that teamwork um so i feel like that would almost make it easier where somebody like doesn't come out of the blue with some ridiculous idea because they have never tried it before right i think that having us all kind of have like we all have a a little bit different depth of experience on certain things. Like my weightlifting, I have a large weightlifting depth and he's been a past champion and her CrossFit is just insane. Like Khan is a fantastic swimmer. His engine's incredible. Lauren also has a great weightlifting depth. And so 
in each particular uh, piece of the day or exercise or lift, someone's offering something different mm -hmm. uh, or some, maybe something someone's not heard before. And I think everyone's very receptive. Like that's how good athletes become great. They, they get into a community and they learn and grow from each other. And I think this is a great example of that. Um, and especially when you have coaches that are eyes on, hands on all the time to help filter out the ideas that maybe aren't so good or point you in the right direction or just keep you motivated is, I think it's a recipe for uh, success. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys, I, I like, like I said, I'm super excited to watch this season. All the the steps, you know. I think there's a lot of of uh, there's a lot building in this season that makes it feel exciting. And I I don't know if you feel that or if it's just the hype of the open, but it's like this this year feels like we're on a, a more steady path for some reason. Yeah, I think I think a big part of it's like well, I was gonna say the world's in a better place, but you know it's not quite true. Uh, COVID is seems to be <laughs> yeah winding down. Hopefully uh, the rest of the world wants to chill out a little bit too. But uh, as far as CrossFit goes, um, I feel like, you know, that we're kind of back to, we kind of know what's coming. Like a few years ago, we had open regionals games. That's just the way it was. And now we're kind of into a similar flow, a, a little different, but the, the flow is familiar. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's exciting. You know, we know what to expect a little bit as far as how to qualify and the, and the process. And I think as an athlete, like having unknowns is one of the hardest thing. And yeah. when you know the qualification process, you know, when you, you know, when you have to decide whether you're going team or individual, when you have to decide these things, having that information is super helpful. And um, I'm super excited for the season. I think the team competition is going to be fun to watch. Um, yeah. I, I don't really, I'm not like, I'm not a trash talker or anything like that. Um, you know, I've competed against Rich and Mayhem for all of my years that I've competed on a team yeah. and they've, I have seen them lose. Yeah. Okay. It's possible. It is possible. Um, and I think, you know, if there's teams that uh, teams that can challenge them, you're going to see them kind of start to rise starting this year. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Now, speaking of the games, last year you were on the uh, demo team. Mm -hmm. With Mr. Porter himself. Yeah. So it was, what was that experience like? Because that's got to be a whole different... Was, that was your first year doing that, right? It was my first year doing that. Um, yeah. First of all, the volume was crazy. Uh, like, we did all of the individual workouts, maybe besides one or two, uh, all of the team workouts, some of the master's workouts. Um, and for a lot of them, it was like... Some of them were still being built out. Some of them were built out, but hadn't been tested on the floor. Some of them needed to be tested in the back and on the floor. Like 
I think the uh the the twenty one was it twenty one fifteen nine or twenty seven twenty one fifteen nine like snatch and assault bike. Oh yeah, twenty one fifteen nine snatch assault bike. Yep. Or we did bike. that in some capacity, like over the course of the days we were there. Like I did it three times. I think Con and James did it four. Like either the individual version or the team version or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like there are times when we'd go into the Coliseum. They'd be like, okay, here's the workout. We're starting in five minutes. And be like, oh, okay. Uh, I remember like for the, uh, it was team workout. It was like squats and burpees and pegboard. Yeah. Um, we got in there and they're like, they were, they were screwing in the pegboard. Like as they were telling us the workout and we're like, wow, we're just going to have to jump right into this at like eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. And we'd uh, hit the workout and then go to a briefing. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are the uh, hardest working people fun. there. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I had so many steps. Oh, so many steps. Yeah, because I guess you're like in the Coliseum, then you're in the athlete area, then you're in right. the 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 uh, field, then you're you know you're all over then the you're place. You're going to the vendors and like this yeah. and that, and uh, it was so much fun though. And it was really cool to get a behind the scenes look at the process of how the workouts are built and how they flow together, and and just kind of the trajectory of uh, of the weekend and of the story of the games and it was uh definitely gives you a different kind of appreciation for um how it all comes together yeah that yeah, that's true i mean i was there in in like a, a spectator capacity so we would see you guys kind of come into the picture disappear like all the <laughs> yeah. time but I can't imagine doing all of those workouts that many times because, like, you're looking at different look. Like, you're probably testing that twenty one fifty nine with like different loading, different reps, like twenty seven twenty one or twenty one. You know, cal is on the bike, but like twenty seven cal's or sorry snatches or like different yeah. combos like that, right? Like where and even just small things like okay, where if it's a team workout, where are the other athletes going to stand? Are they going to have two bikes or four bikes? Are they going to load the barbells on the floor or is someone else going to load them? Like all these tiny little details that you wouldn't even think of um, just kind of getting mapped out on the fly and then put into action. It's uh, it's really quite the process. Yeah. And then also seeing, you know, testing something new, like the freestanding handstand pushup workout Okay. Uh, was like, I tested it. Like everyone was like, oh, I had such an aggressive time cap. It was like seven minutes, I think. I thought it was um, 12, but maybe I'm wrong. But it, whatever it, it was, it, like but not many people was, finished it. Right. It's like I did it in like five minutes. James did it in like five minutes. Kristen did it. Uh, Christine Cole did it in like five minutes. Yeah. And so they're like, all right, seven minutes sounds good. Everyone should be fine. <laughs> and then watching it actually play out, you're like, oh, this workout's really hard. And it just shows you the depth of like i was saying earlier people who don't necessarily make it to the games but are still at a very high level like uh christine just missed out james is obviously a, a veteran of a long time and to, to have those athletes performing a new movement a new workout and putting up what would have been top times yeah. shows you how deep the field really is yeah 
that have that's very true. And like, I didn't really take that into consideration, but yeah, I mean, you actually snatched more than Guy did as the demo guy. Yeah, he didn't get to go up as heavy as he could have, though. True. I like to think that I would have outsnatched Guy. I think it would have been fun to watch. I do, however, think he would outclean and jerk me. Uh, you hate to see it, but okay. <laughs> can be can be on top all the time. But like, it would have been interesting to see. But then again, at the end of the day, it's like this is you know he already won. He doesn't need to go win by more. Right. But it, that would have been fun to see. Yeah. I feel similarly, though, like in a lifting event, if I know what everyone's hit, I'm hitting one pound more and we're calling it there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I mean, I just pulled up your stats on the, the games website and just just for anybody who doesn't know you, you have a listed clean and jerk of 390, a listed snatch of 340, back squat 500 and a deadlift 615 on the games website. Those are, those are, yeah, those are all pretty accurate. There for right now. Uh, <laughs> so, maybe my back squat's a little lighter. I haven't hit that in a long time. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're not talking, we're, you're talking about somebody who likes to lift some weights and throw them around. And yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, now for uh, this season and like making that move out to Iceland, what's like the, the mental prep in or the, the support system been like, is it different than what you were used to at home? Or like, are you working into new routines to be comfortable? Cause it is a different environment or are you feeling comfortable? Yeah, I think I'm pretty good at knowing what works. Excuse me. What uh, works for me. Like I, as a person, like I need alone time. So like, that's one thing where like on a team, sometimes you can spend too much time together. And like, that's something I feel like you just gotta communicate. Like everyone wants to be there for each other, but like, I need to be alone for like, you're not going to hear from me. I can't be bothered. Be like, Oh, are you alive? Be like, yep. Thumbs up. And then like, that's it for like two or three days sometimes. And it's like, that's fine. But everything else, like, getting the food dialed in, the nutrition. Um, I like having things in order. I feel like I feel much better uh, throughout the week if I know everything's prepared. So so if I know, oh, I need to go shopping this day because I'm running out of meat or like whatever it is, um, I want to be prepared for those things so that I can be fully attentive to you know the task at hand, which right now is getting ready for uh, quarterfinals. Right on. Awesome. Well, on that note, I'm not going to keep you too much longer because now you get your alone time. Now everybody's out of town. <laughs> everyone's out of town. It's a rest day. Perfect. Great. Go enjoy yourself in some of the Icelandic hot springs if you... Yeah, if you're ever here, this place is like 10 minutes outside the city called Sky Lagoon. It's new. Okay. I'm really sorry to shit on this but it's better than the blue lagoon guys okay it's very nice you should definitely go all right noted anybody going to iceland sky lagoon that's the spot all right so we got the quarterfinals coming up next and then actually where would you compete in the semifinals then that's a great question i don't know if we have the option 
ideally we'd like to go to lowlands because it's the first week and london is the last week so that's that's what we have our eyes set on awesome yeah all right well tola i really appreciate your time thank you so much for joining us um yeah, thanks for having me if people want to find you on instagram i believe i look at that right there yeah beautiful tola Quino 54 on instagram there you go and then no uh, not Quino. say it again not Quino. What did I say? So what is you it? Said Tola, you said Tola Quino. That would be more Aquino. But it's Akin. Akinio. Okay. So so it's not Tola. It's Tol Akinio. It would be yeah. Tolakinio. Okay. There we go. <laughs> okay yeah i messed it up i apologize I, see like it's hard program. to correct people on because it's like Nyeh. yeah i messed but, it up sorry we'll get it we'll get it we'll get it we'll get it i appreciate your time thank you so much good luck with quarterfinals next week and uh i <laughs> think we'll you. hopefully we'll we'll try to catch up before uh semifinals or the games there and yeah sounds good thanks for having me awesome thanks so much with the Wadproof Pro Experience, you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet. From full training programs in the gym and at home, to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs, whether you are a beginner or a pro. Every training session introduces a series of questions. Am I happy with my performance? Where could I have gone faster? When will I be ready to go again? For Wadproof Pro athletes, also this question. What can I learn from that workout? With a Wadproof Pro subscription, you gain access to a complete training toolbox. From a full-featured exercise log, to side-by-side -side comparisons, to the ability to record your heart rate right alongside your rounds and reps. You have at your fingertips everything you need to learn, to make progress, and to go into tomorrow's training more prepared than today's. The best athletes are the best students, and with your Wadproof Pro subscription, you will have in your pocket the education you need to elevate your training and uncover the many lessons that every single workout offers you. Subscribe today so you can get better tomorrow.